the, the Fitzy and Whipper podcast. Brandon Flowers, you beautiful man. Hello. Oh, thank mate, you. thank you so much for this. Thank you. Um, cool. I've got a photo here I'm just looking at, Brandon. I first got to interview you December 16, 2004. You look so young. His name was Fitzy, Brandon. You remember him? <laughs> Fitzy, yeah. You remember Fitzy? Tall guy, six foot six, played a bit of footy, had sort of thinning hair at the time. Yeah. You remember him? Oh, yeah, Fitz. I call him Sitz. Fitz, the Fitz. <laughs> yeah. Mates, best uh, mates. Well, actually, just on the footy theme as well, you are, I mean, the I, I still think, Brandon, I got to take my son in 2017 because my team was playing that year in the grand final. Unfortunately, we lost to Richmond and you played, but I still think the Killers were the greatest AFL entertainment that we had yeah. did you enjoy it did you do enjoy that gig i did you know it's you know it's sort of equivalent to to our super bowl in america mm. but uh there's not as many bells and whistles for the for the performers no. and it's out in the daylight so it's you better you know you better be ready and um it, it we, we it went it just kind of went by so quickly but it was like a little bit of a dream but it i loved it and i loved we paid a little tribute to midnight oil and <sighs> It was a treat. Brandon, because the thing is, too, I think some bands and some artists see those sorts of gigs because they're world stage, in a sense, um, risky. Because if things don't go to plan, like Meatloaf, um, I don't know if, you remember, if you've heard of his performance. It was a bit out of whack. If it doesn't go to plan, you can very quickly um, become sort of a running joke within the country. Um, and we love meatloaf, but thank God you nailed it. It was, yeah, no, we were we were made aware of some past performances, and uh... <laughs> it was it was amazing because he was out in the crowd as well. He was dealing with the crowd, but you you guys were unbelievable. You also got, I mean, Jack Rewalt, who played in the game, he yep. got up and performed with you as well. I mean, early days of the Killers. Did you, when you first started, I, I, back in the noughties, I th were the crowd coming up onto stage with you and, and jumping into the mosh pit and doing that kind of stuff with smaller gigs, Brandon? Uh, no, not a lot, really, mm. no. Mm. Um, uh, we, I guess we weren't accommodating enough to our <laughs> to our fans, but um, but yeah, that was a that was a, a rare occurrence where somebody yeah. was able to come up and do something like that. We loved it. But you would say, I mean, you see some of the sideshows at Splendor in the Grass Fits, and they can often get out of control if they're at a pub or something like that. Have you had shows where it does get out of control, Brandon, when you were sort of starting out and they were smaller stages and smaller sets? Yeah, I mean, it, there were you know there, there was a lot more you know physicality and the sweat in a in a small room and you're and you're you know, you're right in each other's faces, and um, and I, I I enjoy those those kind of moments, you know, and going back and trying to play small shows every now and then because that, you know that's where our roots are. But you know, we're sort of in a bubble now, and yeah. there's a lot of separation. So I do I do long for those moments. Well, you, why I think you are one of the greatest live acts in the world at the moment is because of you. You're the ultimate entertainer. You you go you run from one side of the stage to the other, Brandon. And I, it, you must be absolutely it it it's a great workout for two hours for you up there performing the whole time. I see you as the ultimate rock star in my eyes. I wanted to ask you though when you have three children and you are a rock star and you know people are coming mm. up and asking for photos. And, and, and autographs. How do the kids perceive dad? Do they see that side of you at all, Brandon? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a funny one. Yeah, but they, they, I think it's sometimes taken you know takes them by surprise, or and we kind of forget. But um, but they, no, they're, they've got they're grown accustomed to it, and and you know they're polite, and they just kind of 
step off to the side and uh, it's just it'll be it may be you know a part of dinner every now and then or walking down the street but it's it's not it's never been the hindrance for them or anything like that that you i think their first gig was 2017 they played was at wembley stadium was when you took the kids for the first time so they would have seen a huge crowd did that freak them out yeah it it was a lot for them to, to take in they're just now getting to that age where they're making it through the entire show without having to go to bed <laughs> that's and, fine <laughs> what? So it's uh, it's exciting, Brandon. What do you say to them? I and mean, we're in a similar situation. You're on the world scale with your music, and I host Riddle Time um, on the radio show here, and um, a couple of other really catchy games. But you know, we're near um, a rock star that he is. Do mate. you talk to the kids about fame and what it means? Do you say, you know, don't say that Dad does this, or you know, fame isn't doesn't mean anything. At home is what means the most. Do you try and chat to them about that? I think I try to do that with the way that the, the way that we live. At home, and, yes. and we, 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 you know, I, I don't really um, self-aggrandize or, or glorify it. I try to just let them know that that's just what I, I've been lucky enough to have be my job, and and we and we try to make home life as normal as we can. Mm-hmm. You're heading back. We are so excited at the end of the year for this imploding the Mirage Tour 2022. Um, yeah, I mean, your affinity that you've had with Australia over the years, is it one of your favourite places to visit when you do your world tour, Brandon? It, it really is. It's so hard because, you know, people probably think I say that about every country that I go to or, you know, but it's, it's we, we've been coming here since I think 2004. Yeah, right. And it's, it's it's always been summertime and it's always just been, the people have been great and we've had great shows here and a lot of the bands that influenced us come from here. So I think there's this, you know, there's something, there's something between us and and yeah, we we absolutely love coming here. Do you, do you have you been told by the record company? This is how much Australia loves you. But Mr. Brightside came out in two thousand and three. You know, it's still number twenty eight on the Australian charts. I heard, I heard that yesterday. It, it's <laughs> no, it's why. number twenty eight mm. on the Australian cha- charts, and we are talking what nineteen years yeah. later. That must Incredible, blow your mi- yeah. that must blow your mind. It's uh, it, you know, we we loved the song and we, we always believed in it, but we didn't know that it would become what it's become and it's sort of out of our hands now and uh yeah. it's an amazing you know every band wants to be a part of something like that yeah. whether they you know, admit it or not and it's just it's an incredible it's, yeah it really is a very humble brand and it's bloody massive achievement mate. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal actually talking to new songs you got a brand new one out it's called boy um it's out this friday let's have a listen to it Are we going back to Brandon as a young boy? Is this where, where the lyrics come from? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, people th- always talk about, you know, what advice would you give, you know, yourself at a young, at a younger age? And I, I always get stumped on it. I think it's because I I, I, I need more time to to speak sometimes, and and I do that with with the songs, and and so it's kind of an interesting song to write. I also have a son that's he's just turned fifteen, and he's he's kind of reminding 
me of myself, mm. and it was interesting to be able to write a song that was almost to myself and to my son. And but in in a, in a special way too, that needs to be the key message that I think a lot of people are trying to put out there. So the timing of this song is perfect because you're now old enough to reflect, and that's a key message for all kids. You know, in this world that's quite intense, you know, not to overthink things and and back that you're good enough and you are who you are, and that's perfect. Right. Yeah, there's so much coming at us all the time, and and. And this new generation is experiencing things that I couldn't have, couldn't have even imagined, even mm. you know, in you know, in the nineties. And so it's, um, yeah, I think it, it, it is. It's a tender. It does have a tenderness to it. Well, you are playing Kudos Bank Arena Monday, nineteenth of December. Tickets are on sale now. FrontierTouring.com. You can get them there, mate. We love you, mate. You are the ultimate entertainer. We love the killers, and we love you here in Australia. We appreciate your time, Brandon. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. No worries. We'll Thanks, see you buddy. Soon. Thanks, mate. The Fitzy and Whipper Podcast.